welcome to the Eric in the Morning podcast on 101.9 The Mix Chicago. All right, take it away, Eric. All lines are jammed with holiday spirit. All you need to do is make it clear. We need your help. Uh, and not even us. Your buddy Carl does. Carl needs your help. Buddies for life. My wife and I have decided to socially distance from each other forever. So as my divorce drags into the holidays, fun. I was wondering, since we both still live in the same house, should we buy or should I buy her a Christmas gift, Kelly? Um, I would say no, he shouldn't. No, do not buy her a Christmas gift. Well, why have you no. settled on that? What's that? Why have you decided that? Um, they're getting divorced for a reason. Mm-hmm. I think a nice Merry Christmas in the morning would be enough. Right. And they don't need to get a gift. Right. Wake up, 8.30, walk by her with your coffee, thumbs up. Hey, Merry Christmas to you. Oh, gosh. Do, do you feel, Can't wait till you get out of here. Do you feel as though there might be a mixed message? Like, what would be the harm in giving a gift? Hold that thought for Ann. Hi, Ann. Good morning. Hi. Gift, no gift. No gift. No gift. That's two no gifts. That's- for the okay. soon to be socially distanced forever ex wife. Uh, and what was your question again, Whip Ferran? Uh, well, uh, w- what would be the harm in giving the gift? Do you feel like it would be a mixed message? Well, the first problem is if they're getting divorced, you mm-hmm. don't know if it's one sided or not. Uh-huh. He may want to be nice, mm-hmm. which is nice, mm-hmm. but my ex husband's name is Carl, and it took us nine years to get divorced. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> He still wants to be friends, and he gives me birthday presents and Christmas presents. Mm. I don't want them. <laughs> well, mm. don't, don't spend your money. Keep it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. And again, I would say to you, it really is, isn't it? It really is magical. What do you think, Miranda? Gift or no gift? I say no. No gift. Oh. All right. <laughs> All right. Why do you say that? The whole point of giving a gift is because you want to spread holiday cheer and you want them to have joy on the holiday. Uh If there's tension and you're getting divorced Uh and you feel forced to give a gift, it's not worth it. Uh Then it becomes uh, obligatory. What if he just wants to rise above all of the nastiness on the beautiful moment of a holiday and try to do something nice? No? I mean, he could, but then what if she doesn't get him anything? So then it's like he's oh, getting her gift, go. but then there you yeah, go. The, now I see the problem. Yeah. It forces no the other person. Yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah, although gift giving isn't supposed to be about what you get in return, but we all know that isn't the case. <laughs> ah, that's nice. Hey, Taylor. Hello. So we've had three people in a row, three women in a row, say absolutely, Carl. Do not get your soon-to-be socially distanced forever ex-wife a gift. What do you think? Well, I understand where they're coming from, but if he really wants to do something nice, I mean, obviously don't do anything extravagant and go out of your way. Uh-huh. But he could get like an like engagement a- ring. Don't yeah, do that. yeah, that'd be terrible. Right. Um, <laughs> but if you want to do like a ten dollars gift card for DoorDash, it'd be like, hey, enjoy. <laughs> there you go. There you, you go. Know, Little DoorDash. It'd be like thoughtful, but it wouldn't be like out of the way. Right. You know. Nothing uh, says Merry Christmas like, hey, let me cover your low main on Saturday night, which isn't <laughs> slang for anything. That's so sweet. Eric in the morning list time. 312-233-1019. So uh, 69% of Americans <clears throat> excuse me, said they plan to go all out on holiday home decorations this year more than in past years. That does seem to be the case. And who knew that Illinois is the number one state in the nation for outdoor Christmas decorations? And again, it feels like when they do the great Christmas light fight, Often a Chicago area home is on there, too. When I say who knew that Illinois would be the number one state in the nation for outdoor Christmas decorations, I guess the one uh, group that would know that would be ComEd. 
That's yes, true. they do. They have a pretty good idea about <laughs> it. Oh, right? that's true. Yeah. And they love it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, your Christmas decoration, unique to you. Your best holiday decoration is what, Patrick? The Christmas story lamp. The uh, leg lamp. The leg lamp. Classic. A very popular one. Very classic. No doubt about that. Jim, yours is what? Mistletoe. Mistletoe. Can't go wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, smoochy, smoochy. All sorts of weird stuff can happen there. Mm-hmm. At number three, Susan. I have a Christmas pickle. A Christmas pickle. I have heard about hiding the pickle. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so to speak, right? Isn't that the tradition? <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. And how does it, you hide it somewhere in the tree or in the house? You hide it on the tree. I have a little porcelain green pickle, and you just hide it deep in the burrows, and whoever finds it, uh, tradition has it that you have a year of good luck, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. and I let them open the presents first. So. Sounds lovely. Hide the pickle deep in there. Yep, and right there in the tree. Very, very good luck. Yeah, and finally, in at number two, I should say, not finally, but in at number two, Jim. Yeah, um, every year we head up to the cottage and out in the snow and wrap the bride up in Christmas lights and go outside for a photo shoot. Ah, there you go. Wrap the bride up in Christmas lights. All right. All right. That sounds. Wait, what? uh, The holidays can't really start till she's uh, wrapped up and tied up in the backyard in Christmas lights. (laughs) How does she like that? I'm certain she loves it. (laughs) And finally, in at number one, Nicole, your best holiday decoration is what? A farting Santa. Oh, that's nice. Oh, you wouldn't want Santa any other way, I don't think. Uh, (laughs) Is this a, uh, I guess, a a small decoration, a front yard decoration, a, a Christmas tree decoration? It's a small decoration. It sits on the kitchen counter. Okay. And uh, do you squeeze uh, Santa's finger? Do you poke his yes. belly? How do you do it? You pull his finger. You, you, you pull <laughs> his finger. Of course you do. Like do you Uncle have Joe. it there with you? Could you do it I, for us? I absolutely can. Hold on. Okay. There it is. Oh, oh, man. Man. <laughs> <laughs> he laughs afterwards. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, hours and hours of fun. What a great way to start the day. One more time, Nicole. Here we go. It's got a different witticism after every one. I gotta get one of those. (laughs) It has come to a point where we have an announcement to make that I know has been on the minds of many, many people, ourselves included, with uh, Melissa on the show and where Melissa has been for the past month or the past uh, couple of months. And it has been a very confusing and uncertain time uh, for many people wondering that, ourselves included. Uh, we're right here with you through all this, uh, trying to figure out uh, some scenarios. But, you know, when these moments happen, uh, out of respect for those involved, you have to wait until the right moment to make the announcement for all those people that are involved in it. So we have been waiting patiently for that moment and uh, have just been given this by the management here at The Mix. So I'm just going to read directly from it, and you have a, we'll have a better understanding or an idea of the situation as it is right now. <clears throat> Hang on, I have a very sore throat. Take your time. Thank you. 101.9 The Mix is sad to announce that after 22 years with the station, Melissa McGurin was offered a contract extension, which, much to our surprise, she declined. Our plans for the future of the Eric in the Morning Show definitely included Melissa, said Jeff England, vice president and market manager at Hubbard Chicago, which owns and operates this radio station, The Mix. We were disappointed by her decision not to renew her contract, But we also know that this year has led all of us to assess our lives in different ways. When she informed me of her decision, she described her time at the station as a privilege 
and that the feeling is completely mutual from our side as well. We wish her the very best. Of course, the Eric in the Morning Show, this one right here, will continue with myself and the uh, current Morning Show team, including uh, Whip, Violetta, Swanee, and everyone else uh, here at the radio station that's involved with uh, all that this show does. So uh, it, it was sad and disappointing to find out uh, after uh, Melissa was offered a contract that uh, she chose not to renew her contract. But I believe personally that you should always be supportive of people when they want to explore new things in their lives, do different things in their lives. And God knows that in a year like this one, we've all done a little soul searching and and discovered new things in our lives or discovered new things about ourselves. And I think you always have to champion that in people when those moments present themselves. And we will, we'll, we will do that for Melissa and we'll continue to feel that way. So that is the situation as it is now. We move forward. That's what we do. Everything that we do when we come in here is uh, based on the fact of putting on a good show to entertain you folks and have a good time, not only ourselves, but have a good time with you and for you. And we have every intention of continuing along that path into 2021. It's an opportunity for us to move forward and continue to do great radio or at least to medium level radio to do radio, maybe just do radio. But we plan on continuing to do that. And I appreciate the uh, dedication of WHIP and Violetta and Swanee and Big Karwowski and the unbelievable, unwavering, incredible support of the mixed management staff here and, uh, of course, uh, Hubbard Radio, which is our owners. They've been incredibly supportive during all this, and we thank them for them, and we will obviously miss Melissa very, very much and wish things had been different and wish that the outcome had been different, but this is the situation we find ourselves in. So here we are. Here we are. Let's take a look at the top three. Here we go in at number three. A lot happened in 2020, and I mean a lot. It's been a big year for Grogu. Uh, you better, you probably know him more as Baby Yoda. Many are using the adorable little creature as their tree toppers, and they're sharing the pictures on Twitter. So that's and like their star on top of the tree. The Baby Yoda, the Mandalorian? Yeah. And Whip, did you ever start watching that as the ultimate Star Wars guy? I watched one episode. Just oh. one? I know. I wanted to do more, and then I got sidetracked for like three months. And I told <laughs> myself. What exactly gets you sidetracked uh, so for many three things, months? So many things. Yeah. Uh, I said I would watch it and get caught up by the end of the calendar year 2020. It's not too late. But How I- many episodes <laughs> or seasons are there right now? We're into the second. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you, you can do yeah, that. You got oh, I can do you it. You can make that happen. One oh, good night. <laughs> Trending on Twitter, number two. Billie Eilish has a new documentary coming out on Apple TV. It's going to be coming out in February. It's called The World's A Little Blurry. The trailer is out if you want to go check it. Uh, Dion Warwick. Remember when, uh, for whatever reason, she had like a couple of glasses of wine and discovered Twitter? <laughs> what is going on with that? And then started tweeting Taylor Swift and uh, Chance, Chance the, the Rapper, Rapper and doing all those weird weekend. things. And even Chance the Rapper's like, okay, cool, Dion. Cool. Thanks. All the best. <laughs> now Dion Warwick has started tweeting Billie Eilish. Oh, wait, do you know what she has to say to her? But she says, I took the time to check out William Eilish. Oh, she messed I, it up. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I can't tell if Dion's doing this on purpose or I, I she's don't know. just off she, of Although meds. she did say William Eyelash. I think she might be doing Dion Warwick comedy. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, okay. Very wow. spooky. Great vocals at Billie Eilish. So, Dion is working her way into pop culture, I guess, here at the age of 98. That or, as we've been saying or <laughs> said earlier, you know, once you're in a pandemic and in your basement for nine months, these are the things that start to happen. Right. Maybe. And trending on Twitter, number one. 
Finally, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry are set to host and produce an exclusive podcast on Spotify. It's called Archwell Audio, and they released a little clip where they playfully decide who should say the title first. Uh, okay, I have something, and I hope this is it. Hi, guys. I'm Harry. And I'm Megan. One of the things my oh. husband and I have always oh. talked about is our passion for this meeting people it? and hearing their stories. No. Yeah. And no matter what, what is the this? story, this what is, is this one, right? Yeah, that's the two of them. Is coming oh, from. Did you also see the uh, story yesterday that uh, Meghan Markle took coffee over to her neighbor, Oprah? What? Yeah. Really? That's- Oprah posted a video yesterday and said, uh, my neighbor M, she calls her M. Mm, uh, that's what they do. Just letters. Uh, my neighbor M brought me some coffee, and it's a big basket full of coffee. Apparently, some kind of coffee that Megan's involved with promoting. Oh, of course. So, Fantastic. So who better to bring in than your neighbor, Oprah? Mm. Anybody listening who with a way more impressive scar than mine? Uh, let me just give you a couple of the words that I'm seeing on here. Mm. Slicer. Oh. Mirror. Compound fracture. Mm-hmm. Boob. Oh, don't worry. That one might be okay. We'll get to that one. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll save that for last. <laughs> okay. We need some lighter music than this, too. <laughs> this will help. Okay. Deep breath. 312-233-1019. Hi, Barb. Hi, Eric. Uh, impressive scar. Uh, where is it? What is it? How'd you get it? So I was 16 years old working at Wendy's. And I was slicing tomatoes in this machine, and I thought, wow, those blades must be really oh, sharp. Oh, my God. <laughs> I touched the blade, and I have eight stitches in one of my fingers. Yeah, don't the touch ex- the blade. Don't the touch the blade. With of the tomato. Uh-huh. <laughs> those slicers scare the hell out of me. Oh, me too. You go to a deli, and you see those guys yeah. doing cheese or meats? No. And those I can't t- even look. Oh. Nope. And those tomatoes are thick cut at Wendy's, so that was a thick cut. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Uh, what do you recommend when I get to a Wendy's bar? What do you recommend I order? I just I always go single with cheese. Is there anything else you think? Perfect. Single cheese, no onion. There you go. See, now I love an onion, but you do go a little heavy on the onions sometimes. Mm. <laughs> uh, most impressive scar, Colleen. Hey, good morning. When I was two years old, I was at my grandparents' house, and my older sister was chasing me. Uh-huh. And we, we turned a corner, and she pushed me into a floor-to-ceiling mirror. Nice. my... My forehead took right. the hit. Right. Whoa. And so, you know, older sister was, don't tell mom, we're going to get in trouble. Right. And because it was 1991, I had a bowl cut. Uh, yeah. So I had a full, I had a full set of bangs. And right. so we went, sat down at the dinner table, and blood just starts pouring right. down my throat. Oh, my what God. What's going on with your head there? Nothing. <laughs> oh. oh, there's ketchup. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm way, way fine. Lightheaded, but way fine. Oh, boy. Lindsay. Hi. Hi. When I, when I was nine, I uh, broke my arm in gymnastics, broke both bones. One came through the skin. Oh, I God. Had, like, uh. I had five scars on my arm, two where they cut, on e- cut my arm open on either side, one where the bone came through, oh, and then God. where my two pins were. And what's worse is that there was a lump that started to grow under one of the scars, so I went to make sure it wasn't going to affect my strength. Uh-huh. Looked at the other side, and the surgeon says, oh, that scar's really ugly. You should get that fixed. Uh-huh. <laughs> ah. Yeah. I thought you were going to say the lump. I was like, yeah, they realized they'd left behind a wrench. Right. <laughs> like, oh, that's one of our wrenches. Oh, they use a wrench? Yeah, sure they do. 312-233-1019. How do you get a scar from this, Lisa? 
I have a bo- I have a boob burn. Um, it was my daughter's 16th birthday party during COVID. Uh-huh. We were outdoor oh, playing. Oh, this is a zombies. fresh one. All right. It's, a, it's fresh. We were outdoors playing a zombie laser tag in 35 degree weather. So and 2020 so of you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I bought these um, hand warmers, and I said, "Hey, kids, put these in your pockets." And I threw mine in between my bronze sweatshirt. Of course and you did. You can't I, do that. <laughs> I came home and um, I took it out and I was like, oh, what's this? And I looked down down and um, I had a nice little, nice little cigar burn on my food. Oh my God. I didn't know that they could actually burn you. I didn't either. If they're safe for hands, how come not for boobs? probably like a lighter skin there, Whip, as opposed to the skin on the palm of your hand. I'm guessing. Am I right? Yeah, and so now here I am, eight weeks later, with me, me and Maderma, and trying to get rid of it. It's horrible. Oh my god! Wow. So you you're going. So you tucked it in the side there. Yes, I did. Right. Uh, yeah. Right. Are you really messing up your message. side boob? Exactly. <laughs> Are your boobs normally cold? Well, it was thirty-five degrees. Right, just trying to warm the core. Yeah. Warm the core. <laughs> Three one two two three three one zero one nine. One of the upsides of the pandemic this year is a a family tradition that everybody else claims is beloved, but you're, and you're like, ah, well, no part of that has now been canceled. Like, look at this. Hi there, Sergio. Hey, good morning. One of the upsides of uh, Christmas twenty twenty is what? My mother in law. She moved to Rockford, and we are not celebrating her birthday with her. December twenty fourth. What? And we're not hanging with her on Christmas. What a relief. <laughs> what a relief. She used, to move, she used to live next door. Oh, man. <laughs> not only did she move away, but now you don't even have to go. How great is that? Isn't that unbelievable? <laughs> uh, I love 2020. <laughs> Sergio, you're the best. Thanks, Sergio. Hey, Will. Hey, hey, Eric. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Uh, I'm so glad we don't have to go to the cookie bake-off with my family this season. Oh, cookie bake-off! Yeah! <laughs> what a pain in the ass hey, that was, huh, Will? Hey, the, the cookies be terrible, man. You <laughs> I, like, I, like, I like cookies from the store, man. I just buy me some Oreos and stuff. I don't That's want the right. bake-off cookies. <laughs> Wasting my time cooking a bunch of cookies that just taste like dried-out flour? Oh, my God. And a perfectly, perfectly good Oreo. You know, in my mind, uh, about an hour and a half ago, when I thought, you know what, I'm going to go this angle for Mixed Morning Mind, but I had something else, and I read this, I thought, no, I'm shifting on the fly. Mm. This is going to be great, in my mind. Yeah. And then in practice, I'm like, God, this is so confusing. <laughs> <laughs> like an hour ago, I'm like, oh, this is going to be this is gonna be very insightful. Now, yeah. as I read it, I'm like, oh, my God, I think I just confused everybody. <laughs> it's, about, it's about the combination. I know. It's like I get it if it's just too many options. I yeah. know, I know. Yeah, I thought, oh, well, you know, and you hear that from people all the time. Don't buy me a gift. Right. Yeah. But when they say, don't buy me a gift, what do they really mean? And there was a study actually conducted. Well, here's what they really mean. Okay. Right. All right, just pick a letter, right? <laughs> I'm going to give each of you a chance. Just pick a letter. Okay. Do they mean, A, I actually do want a gift. Do. But we'll be upset, and I will be upset if you don't get me one. Do and upset. Mm-hmm. Is it B, I actually do want a gift. Do. But will not be upset. Not upset. Right. Is it C? I truly do not want a gift. Do not. And I won't be upset if you don't get me one. Do not and won't. Okay. Or is it 
I really do not want a gift. Do not. And will be upset if you get me one. Will. All right. Mm-hmm. Would you pick A, B, C, or D? What? If I were guessing? Yes. I think I would press C. Violetta, you see, you, I could tell your head is spinning. No. <laughs> because you emphasize really strange words in those sentences. But I'm going to go B. B. Okay. And you're going to go what, Jenna? C. Well, thank God you did, because that's right. Oh! <laughs> Dang it. I really made Yay. that really extra confusing, didn't I, Jenna? <laughs> no. oh, God. You know what? I I uh, I have a lot of siblings, and when they say, don't get me a gift, it's probably because they don't have any money to get me a gift. Ah, <laughs> so, okay. Ah, so, yeah. We kind of have that roll across the board, like, let's just not, and let's go out to dinner for for Christmas. Gotcha. That's, nice. well, that's a nice touch. Yeah. Yes, it means when someone says, don't buy me a gift, 46% of people said what it really means is, I truly don't want a gift, but I'm not going to be upset if you get me one. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Yeah. That's good. I'm glad. Well, I, th- I think I expected it, like, on the surface, it would seem like, no, they really want it. They're just saying that. But then, like, the more I thought about it, I'm like, no, maybe they really yeah. mean it. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> Nicely done. How's your morning going, Jenna? It's good. I just dropped my kids off at school. Oh, awesome. All right, well, let's get you a prize so you can go home and have your uh, first glass of wine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're having a baby. But before that happens, guys, you're getting shipped off to Japan Child Care Hunt class. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, walk home, she announces she's pregnant, and then hands you a plane ticket to Tokyo. Like, what is that all about? Well, that's what they're teaching them. Diaper changing, infant bathing. And what? 312-233-1019. Violetta, have you ever changed a diaper in your life? No. I'm not surprised. Have you ever bathed a child in your life? No. Have you ever seen a baby? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I've held a baby, and I actually think I have a pretty good answer for one of these. Okay, good. Look at you. Hey. As someone who's never changed a diaper, bathed a baby, you already know what else we need to learn to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. because I know I know one thing to do. Okay. I was taught as a little girl on, like, baby dolls. Uh, Whip. Good at bathing babies? I think so. Good at changing diapers? <laughs> I would say yes. Do you know this one? Uh, Isabella, also the what should be taught in the class? Uh, how to put everything away and how to find things in the drawers in the baby's room. Uh-huh. We're all, like, the powder. Which drawer is that in? That kind of stuff? Right. Or the clothes. Like, I don't know where the baby's shoes are. I have no clue where the sweatshirt mm. is or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So, that's, yeah. a little, that's a little tough. The class on where everything is in the drawers. Yeah, I don't... If I know that one, just I, leave everything out on yeah, the changing table, and you'll see it. Right. It's right there somewhere stack in this pile. All, all right, Jackie. What else should be taught in that class? Calm the baby down when he or she's upset. How to calm the baby down? We're more than willing to do that once we can figure out how to calm ourselves down. Right. <laughs> right. The baby's feeding off our anxiety. Yeah, probably. Any good at that, Whip? You know, I think it's fifty-fifty. It's hit or miss. Uh, they should also have this as a part of the class, the instruction, Carolyn. What? Hi, Carolyn. Carolyn! Oh, man, this is her big moment, too. She's right there. You can hear her. I hear banging, knocking. Hey, Carolyn! Caroline? Caroline, Carolyn. Hey, so I can check Carolyn. That was going to be a good one, too. Uh, you need to learn how to do what, Aaron? <laughs> Throw the diaper away ah. when it's messy. Oh, wait. Does, does that not happen? As opposed to? <laughs> yeah. 
put it to the sometimes you know they're changing the baby they put the diaper to the side you know and they leave it uh, i get that like and you're just like oh i get it later uh, you forget it then the yeah, room smells yeah. like a farm yeah and then mom comes do people really do that they leave it there off the side and go, I'll get that later. Uh, men. Men do. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, we're terrible people. Yes, we are. I actually, I, if that was me, I couldn't get it away quickly enough. Right. I don't think I would leave it there and go, you know what? I'd like to revisit this for a second time. <laughs> Once is enough. Yeah. That makes. Taylor. Willow. Just her, her guitar. And the piles of cash we all send her. <laughs> Gladly. Is she? I have to wonder. Because this headline, look at this. It is uh, 9.30 now in the mix. Halsey thanks Taylor Swift for bringing so much magic to the world mm. with folklore and evermore. Is, there, is she like, is Taylor like the godfather? And uh, you have to <laughs> kiss the ring or you're going to end up with a horse head in your bed and, yeah. uh, and never heard from again? Because I have never seen an ass kissed more by other artists than her. Is it because Taylor Swift fans, there are so many of them, and they don't want Taylor to turn on uh, them, so they just say, whatever. Taylor, you're the best. Taylor could sing the phone book, and they're like, genius. Is that I what it is? I think that is such an apt description. Absolutely. So it's it's out of fear that they compliment, in addition to not only admiring her talent. Yeah, it's all the above. But there is there is a fear component. You don't want to be on her bad side. Right, right. She, she did a whole album about her bad side. So she uh, she sings a song, and then she looks at Halsey and goes, what do you think? <laughs> and Halsey's like, maybe the greatest recording ever made. <laughs> that is true. I remember her first, like, you know, 10 years of her career were all just songs about her ex-boyfriends who she then right. hated and was getting back at. And then she, right. like, decided to get back at Scooter Braun. And now, you know, people who never heard of Scooter Braun know they hate him. Exactly. Yeah, so if I you can't get on her bad break. side, you're done. Uh, and also, real quickly, I wanted to find out about this. Whip, uh, you... Uh, proving that you also have bought into it and are terrified of Taylor Swift. Totally. Uh, came running in here this week and said, look, Taylor sent me a card. Taylor sent me a card. Oh, wait, he sent it to Nikki and then included my name. Yeah. Well, I think uh, technically it did. says, to my to my dearest Nikki and uh, especially Whip. Okay. That's what it says. Now, first of all, it's Taylor Swift's Christmas card with her cats on the front. Yeah. Question number one, do you think Taylor actually wrote that? Or is it some record company hack? Uh, no, no, she, it, she, it's, it's heartfelt. Okay. She wrote it herself. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, Nikki has joined us uh, from the midday show and the music department. Honestly, Nikki, cause you would know, did Taylor write that Christmas card or is that just some record company hack somewhere? I, it's gotta be Taylor. Has to be. I mean, so? they're not going to forge her. Oh, think of the price that. they would have to pay. They would never do that. <laughs> no, she yeah. wouldn't misrepresent this as her own words if they weren't from okay. her heart. And what's on the cover of that card? Well, it's three cats. One has a party hat, one has a scarf, and one has a Santa hat. They're they're in a snowy wood, and one of them has a glass of champagne. Okay, that's my next question to you, Nikki, as uh, someone who enjoys the occasional cocktail. Yes. Well documented. And it's been well documented. Taylor enjoys the occasional vat of wine. Yeah. Right? Have you ever had uh, the fortunate uh, chance to have a drink with Taylor Swift? I have. You have? What? Yes. You what? You have. I will. Yeah. But I mean, not like one on one. But she did. She did a thing at the last show. Okay. And she here's where you know, like she's a class act. Right. She had this whole room. You would go, and she had an old fashioned station. Uh, 
that's like, nice. For, for old-fashioned drinks. For old-fashioned drinks. Right, as opposed to but, an old-fashioned yeah. rickety <laughs> station they just rolled you, had, you could only talk right. ti- old-timey right. there. But no, like uh, she had, you know, wine and cocktails and stuff. And then she had this like beautiful old-fashioned station. Nice. And with like nice glasses and chair. It was a really, so I was like, How she knows the deal. How do I not get that invite? You know I love a good bourbon. I, I, I know. Next time. What kind wow. of ice cube was it? Was it the big kind or regular? It was the big. It was like it went big yeah. Cube. Wow, yeah. that's really Classic. impressive. And the good cherries. Yes. So wow. And and she's extremely tall. Well, is she, I, I, well, I'm also very short. <laughs> yeah, that is true. You're extremely short, so she's actually normal. Right. <laughs> she is of average height. I got gotcha. you. Yes. I got gotcha. you. Now, uh, did you find her to be nice and pleasant? Obviously, she will be when she's meeting people, but could you see right through? Was it fake or no, was it genuine? No, I went in super cynical. No okay. joke. I all was right. like, all right, I'm doing this because I, my, my plus one was a huge fan. Okay. So that was really, really why I did it. Okay. And then I went in and she like completely won me. I oh, left really? and I was like, oh my God, I love Taylor Swift. Oh, really? And then everyone, we were, we all bought t shirts. No, you it was, it's like, a, yeah. it's like, a, we did, I swear to God, we bought, they were like $25, 30 t shirts. My Taylor walked out of there, out of that meeting going, those people are all buying my overpriced t shirts. <laughs> yeah, right totally. Now. So basically, she has like a cult leader hold on people. She it, has an effect on people. You don't even know why, but suddenly you're in the cult. No, I. it's like she put a spell on all of us, and we all left, and we're like, she is magical. There is something in the bourbon. Now, I'm the <laughs> ultimate cynic. Would she have won me over? Yeah. Th- okay. Really? Right. I was there with the Jonas Brothers with you, and they, they I mean, you weren't cynical on them, but they, you loved them. I kept looking at my watch going, are we almost stuck? <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, but Nick was doing the same thing, so you guys were on the same page. Uh, right. And we were drinking tequila. I mean, right. give me a break. Come on. Even Captain Hollywood's like, you cannot wait to get out of here, can you? <laughs> my gosh. I got, I got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's fascinating. Only I had no you. idea. Maybe really someday is. she'll join us on the show. Magical. Oh, Can you exert some uh, music department influence and make that happen? <laughs> yeah. I've got a lot of pull That'd with Taylor. lovely. <laughs> We've arrived at the time to get updated on what's trending on Twitter this morning. Are we ready to go? Yes. Okay. Now let's take a look at the, the top three things everyone is talking about. Violetta at the social media desk is keeping track in at number three. Bitcoin trending after hitting an all-time high at $20,000. The cryptocurrency jumped 4.5% and it gained 170% this year. And everybody still doesn't know what it's all about. Yeah, I still don't. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. But it's really expensive right now. So. House of Cards going to fall apart. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, trending on Twitter, number two. Today is National Chocolate Covered Anything Day, so drench something in chocolate and enjoy it. Uh, do you guys have a favorite thing you like dipped in chocolate? Pretzel? Uh, chocolate. I like chocolate okay, dipped chocolate in some extra chocolate. Chocolate covered pretzel. I don't think you can go wrong with that. Raisins. Can't go wrong. Chocolate mm. covered raisins. And uh, trending on Twitter, number one. Celebrate famous author Jane Austen's birthday today by reading one of her spectacular books, maybe Pride or Prejudice, Sense and Sensibility, or Emma. And if you don't want to read a book, um, all of those were made into movies as well. There you go. You want to you want to take the shortcut for ninety five minutes? Right. Watch one of the movies. Yeah. That's a good day. Thanks for listening to the Eric in the Morning podcast. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss a moment of Eric in the Morning on 101.9 The Mix Chicago.